Welcome to the Do Everything With Love podcast, hosted by yours truly, David, Amber, Myron, Stephen, and we are a community learning, growing, and engaging in dialogue around topics relevant to today's culture through our book club. Uh, so love God, love people, do everything with love. Let's get this show on the road. Yeah? Let's do it. Start off with check-ins. How y'all doing? We are doing fantastic. <laughs> yes, we are. We are doing good. Uh, staying healthy, staying whole out in these streets. Uh, and yeah, yeah, we're doing good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would uh, definitely say that uh, this week's been a crazy week. We've been we've been busy. Uh, one, you know, last, you know, I feel like one week we we're putting out the first episode of the podcast and then the next we're dropping live videos on our patreon so we've been very busy on our patreon for sure and uh, a lot of hours go into each of those posts but um i would say it's definitely worth my creative energy uh and uh yeah i mean it's 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 definitely something that i i, I pull late nights doing but um but nah it's been worth it you know it's worth it shout out to david he's he's been handling a lot on the back end uh (laughs) he's been carrying most of this weight uh so uh all props to david very soon um wadi and i will take a little bit of slack off new new laptops coming soon yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that's right that's why we have a patreon you know saying to help fund these things um and so you know we just appreciate just all the supporters that we've had we've, we've been getting some more supporters since our last episode and uh and i can say that i'm just grateful and thankful because uh, i think people are interested in what we have to say as far as the knowledge being dropped you know from our books that we've been reading um and our perspectives on it and i think it's 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 cool man it's cool that cool to have this podcast channel yeah yeah, yeah. sure mm-hmm. So, um, but anyways, I mean, what's what, what else is going on? What else is in the news in the world of Myron and Wadi and Amber? I've been traveling. Oh, oh, where'd you yeah. go? Jamaica. You went to yeah. Jamaica, my favorite hey, country in the whole world. I <laughs> see that's one of the benefits of being able to work remotely, huh? Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to UK next week. Oh, sweet. Oh, wow. Working yeah, there yeah. too. Oh, oh man. Yeah. You just need an excuse to go somewhere, don't you? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. And how was is, how is Jamaica? What'd you do out there? Mm. I danced a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ate a lot. And I actually worked. I did do work. Was, That's it, tough, was it tough working while in, like, a, a, I guess, an area that just feels vacation y? No, it actually wasn't. Because um, I knew I just had a block of time to really okay. just zone in and it was a specific thing that i actually wanted to work on mm-hmm. um that would help my team out so stay focused and there really wasn't any meetings great yeah cool so now you're like okay i can do this i can travel and work mm-hmm. it's not difficult it's least. not difficult mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to change the scenery too exactly that's and that's know? actually what helps you focus yeah yeah it's really nice yeah i just did that i just did that actually um went to dc um and just took a couple of days just to had a lot of work to get done and so, actually, that's where I got a lot of this, uh, <laughs> Patreon stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. There's that. But how, Myron Wadi, what's up with y'all? Um, same old, same old for me. You know, just getting work done at home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, another another work from home situation. But uh, yeah, yeah, just getting stuff done. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I will say I I do have a recommendation for if anybody wants to get away and work from like an Airbnb. 
uh, out in Western Maryland, there's like these tree houses you can rent. What? It oh. was beautiful. And, and Dave, I know that's up your alley. It's in the woods. Yeah, man, I love these. You need woods. to go away. I will. I'll, I'll hit you all up. But I think it's called Ella's Treehouse. I'm going. Something? Ella's Enchanted Treehouse, something like that. I'm there. Check it out. Cool spot. Shout out to Ella and that team. Um, very well done. Great furnishings. They, you can tell they put a lot of love in, into those Airbnbs. That's, That's cool. What's up, man. Thank That's you for joining the Do Everything with Love podcast. If you'd like to continue to take the journey with us, please hit us up at With Love across all streaming platforms. Our music is everywhere. All right. And if you want a physical copy, hit us up at bandcap.com and you might even score yourself a signed copy of our album. Thanks. Bet, 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 bet. Well, um, to change tunes a little bit, let's talk about Creativity Inc. For y'all that have not a chance to read the book, uh, please get it. We're reading it. Uh, we got one more month until we move on to the next book. But in the meantime, we've been reading Creativity Inc. For those of you that are just tuning in, um, by Ed Catmull, who is the president of Pixar. And basically, this book is about navigating uh, a creative environment and how to sustain a creative environment and how to push your team to the next level uh, as far as utilizing that creative energy towards, like in, in his world, making, producing, um, and creating Pixar movies, right? And, and, and he also was part of Disney, took over Disney Animation as well. So um, he had a plethora of experience to share with us about uh, what it means to navigate the creative world and, and kind of his memoirs into uh, looking at the lessons learned, you know, from, from his experiences. So uh, that's, that's over, like this book has probably over, you know, 30 years of experience just, yep. you know, being put into this book. That's a good point. So, uh, which has been great. Um, so with that being said, uh, every podcast we do a hot topic. Um, and so this, this topic was actually voted by you all. Um, and so again, this is, you know, this is why it's so important that we need you guys on these polls. Uh, so that, that way we can, uh, we're going to keep putting out po uh, polls throughout the weeks, um, just to get an idea of what you guys want to hear next. Um, so the poll that we got, the question that we got, um, is how do you navigate creating the unmade future? Right. And this is particularly for creative visionaries, right? Um, so with that being said, and that's pulling, that's being pulled from uh, chapter 11 called the unmade future, um, that Ed Catmull begins to talk about how do you navigate creating the unmade future? Um, so with that being said, he, he actually starts the book off with saying it's, it's all about perspective, right? It's all about how you look at that, the unmade future, uh, in the sense of a mental model. Right. How do you envision doing the work within the it's all about the environment that you work in. Right. Uh, and he gave us different examples. Right. One of them was uh, he, he actually leaned on uh, his fellow directors uh, that he had directing different movies. So, for example, um, Brad Bird, you know, for me was really kind of piqued my interest because he's the director of The Incredibles, which is like one of my favorite movies, Pixar movies, actually. Um and he equates his uh, creative journey as skiing, right? Um, going fast, right? You can't, <laughs> you know, one wrong move, you think about crashing, guess what? You're going to crash. Mm. And he exp he actually goes uh, into how he did, do he crashed a lot, you know, learning how to ski. Um, and I think that's important because it's important to, uh, to, uh, to, to fail hard and fail fast. I think you've, you may have heard that in some of your self-help conferences that <laughs> you've been to. But at the end of the day, it really does mean having the attitude of being able to look at, 
you know, looking around your surroundings, looking at how much work you have to do. Because for me, I operate, you know, more in, in like a director role, I would say, in the band. And, you know, all the time it always feels like there's too much work to do and there's too little time, you know. Um, and, and so it gets to a point where you can't help but sometimes feel fear, feel inadequate, um, you know, and, and so, you know, his response is take your time. You know, it's just like skiing. You know, you don't necessarily think about, you know, exactly where you're going to be or how you're going to navigate it, but you just, you have to go with the flow. You have to, if you don't think about crashing, if you just think about, you know what, I'm going to enjoy this moment and get to the finish line. Um, you're not, you're not, you're not focused so much on actually having to fail. You know, um, and so the more that you, the more practice that he had gotten do, doing that, the less that he failed actually from the lessons learned. As I hope that we all <laughs> get to a point where we all don't fail as much. Um, and so uh, that's been kind of my, you know, my deal with the, with the starting this Patreon uh, endeavor because that's been challenging. Just you know, putting out the live music every uh, month. You know, then doing these podcasts or even, you know, we're just this podcast, these podcast episodes are just a pilot right now. Right. We want to we're trying to get a hang of just putting out podcasts, what, just once a month at this point. But, you know, we want to be able to put out more podcasts, you know, on a biweekly, if not weekly basis. Um, and so we know that that stuff, that kind of stuff takes time and uh, and really just being able to take the lessons learned early on now um from the feedback that you guys give us the feedback that we get from each other and being able to apply that uh moving forward and so i'm just glad that you know part of this creative journey is us being able to try new things you know us being able to see what works to see what doesn't work you know and then and then be able to move forward and learn from that you know and be better for it so um that's one thing that i've especially enjoyed uh in patreon doing the patreon work but i've also enjoyed this like in our with love journey too you know all these we we started back in 2013 and that's been our kind of mo is just trying different things trying new things seeing what works seeing what doesn't um and that's been a a marathon right um and and it's definitely not a sprint so uh but that's me um Myron, what about you man what like what'd you get from from chapter uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, chapter 11, I mean, it had a lot of uh, those mental models that we're talking about, um, different ways of, of avenuing and viewing how uh, how to look at the future and how to, um, you know, achieve your goals. One of the ones that, that kind of stuck out to me was uh, one kind of George Lucas and Byron Howard shared. They were both directors for, uh, for Disney. Everyone's more fam- familiar with George Lucas, of course. But um, mm-hmm. The, the idea of, um, they were talking about musicians and athletes, how they had this tendency to like get in the zone. And like when they're in that zone, they're so focused and so dialed in that it's a culmination of all their experience, all that time practiced and just being in it completely. Like they're 100% in what they're doing to the point where it's like reflex, like you know, you've seen like LeBron James or Kobe Bryant in, in those moments where like, oh, how did they make that shot with all that pressure? And it, it looked like it was nothing to them. Right. Like they were dialed in and we've seen musicians play on stage and they're just like, they're just so tuned into like their instrument that you wonder like, yo, how is he doing this? How are they, how are they hitting those notes? Like you see Beyonce on stage and like she's choreography down cold. She's hitting all these notes. Like how do you, how do you even rehearse like stuff like that? And like those type of people are in the zone. Like even even as we're musicians, we 
we have to practice that but that's something that you can't just replicate it's something that just kind of happens naturally as you're going throughout the motions and it's interesting because like this book came out um uh what year did we say this came out um 2014 2014 but only what 2020 they just pixar had that movie soul that that came out and it really they went in kind of deep into like that that aspect of you know people can get into this space where you're just so locked into a thing and it's just you kind of transcend seemingly what you what you believe that you can do and you mm -hmm. transcend like the, the limits of of your imagination and creativity and and you're you essentially become the thing that you're trying to create it's it's kind of just uh i mean soul is an amazing movie y'all should check it out if you haven't seen sure, it but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's really really deep it's, and it's crazy thing like these are kids movies like yo they're hitting some some deep points in oh, this yeah. Thing. oh yeah oh yeah like seen life it. and death it it's, oh you gotta see that yeah it's, it's yeah. really good it gets it gets to the core of literally your soul it's, yeah it's yeah really yeah crazy yeah. it really does and they yeah. actually try to they go they go spiritual a little bit oh, they do movie. yeah they, so they go really deep call it soul yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah, 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 and yeah, that just like that that aspect of it, it really kind of resonated with me, and I think that's something that I think a lot of people strive to to achieve. Yeah, um, especially creatives, um, and not even just like you know artistic creative people in you know working regular jobs, and they can get in the zone with what they're doing. And like, there's there's just so many different avenues that it can uh, reflect in in each and every person's life. So now, counter to that. If you don't go with the flow, yes. What happens? If you don't go with, I forget what uh, I forget what the that that term that they called in the movie. Um, it was like kind of like that wasteland where you're yeah. you're trying to get into it, but it's just not working, and you're like you're you forcing just, it almost. Yeah, you're forcing it. Yeah, yeah. It, it becomes unnatural, and you just like start uh, you know perpetuating the cycle of of kind of failure, and and you get like locked into this a rut essentially. You know, yeah. everybody's yeah, had right. like. You know, the sunken uh, place. Oh, yeah. everybody's had that <laughs> in, in some form, of, yeah, or another, where you're trying to trying to get to that to the zone, but you just you can't force those kind of things. And you know, yeah. we've all experienced that. Trying, I mean, we've had songs that we've thought were going to be a hit, and we try to force it, and it's just you it's know, just yeah, you know, But it's that's that's point. the process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's the process. No, that's true. I mean, I I think it's also part of the creative process too. What I found and going with the flow is when you go with the flow it doesn't expend as much energy as going against the flow yeah you know so it's like when you're trying to force something it almost feels like you're working extra hard to try to make something work that's not working in your favor you know um and and then you have when you are going with the flow and it's just things kind of start to click or you know you're doing something that might be counterintuitive but it ends up working in the end you know so Shout out to that uh, as far as being able to just go with the flow. So that's and that's very much Myron for y'all if y'all don't know Myron. Um, <laughs> well, as Bruce Lee said, be water. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. So Amber, what about you? How, how do you navigate creating the unmade future? Yeah, so I'd like to take an example, another example from the book, um, from the Rich Moore, uh, who directed. Um, Wreck-It Wreck Ralph. Ralph, yeah. yeah. Wreck-It Ralph. Um, yeah, so his mental model is like a maze, and that resonated with me um, because navigating a long-distance marriage is like a maze. You want to make sure that uh, while you're trying to go through these different patterns and designs that you're kind of like filling your way through, um, you know, even when you don't know where the other side is, 
right? Um, but then at the same time, kind of just like keeping the hope alive that you will get to the other side. So if you kind of just go all frantic, as um, as Rich Moore put it, if you get all frantic and kind of just start like moving all willy nilly, then you sort of will lose sight of like what you're actually uh, trying to get to. So how do so, you get out of the maze? By feeling your way through, like you kind of just making sure like you're Taking having one step your hand, at a time. one step at a time, your hand's still on the, on the walls, right? And kind of just um, within yourself knowing that at the end of the day, you'll get to the other side. And uh, to relate that to navigating a long distance marriage, which I'm currently in right now, you kind of um, starting to think about how you can just stay the course essentially. And so when it comes to being creative in that, sometimes like for example while i'm in the maze of um this long distance marriage i actually don't know what to do next when it comes to like maintaining that communication maintaining that connection um but again like i'm saying like as you're feeling your way through it's like you just making sure that you are staying the course yeah i mean part of it too i think is that like, like in the maze, the path almost reveals itself to you, yeah. right? Um, and the, or the project is revealing itself to you. I don't know if you guys like tried ever making clay, for example. You know, when you're playing around with clay and you're trying different things, almost the, the clay begins to form itself, right? Even though your hands are might be guiding the spin, the spindle, and the, and it's it's forming in your hands, you begin to start to see it take shape over time to the point where it's like, okay, I can see where it's it's almost a give and take. The creative flow is a give and take kind of uh, 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 transaction in my mind where it's like you're giving your energy, but at the same time, you're also taking from uh, what the path, the journey that you're on and giving and it's giving back to you, yeah. you know? And so, and literally just letting it flow. Yeah. Literally you flow. have to let it flow. And eventually you'll find yourself outside, out the maze eventually. Yeah. Cause, cause at that point you're just been following the path that's been in front yeah. of you. You yeah. know, and and there are dead ends, right? That happen. There are dead ends. But yeah. then you learn from that. You turn around and you and you, you go back to the main path. And exactly. Then you, and you, you know. So that's what it's there. like. That's what it's like. It's uh, it's quite a journey, <laughs> and uh, you have to literally again just stay the course because that's like creativity. You don't yeah. know what the end is like. You mentioned you brought up a great it. point in our production meeting about something about marathons. And, and creativity something creativity takes time yeah creativity takes time it's yeah. it's it's a marathon right not a sprint yeah and that's literally what a marriage is like right yes yeah it's <laughs> not a sprint it's 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 a marathon yeah. so it's like literally again staying the course and making sure um your partner is there along with you in that maze yeah and and you can't quit when you're in a maze either right Oh, you'll never get to the other <laughs> side. To the other side. Yeah, yeah, it takes work. It takes work. Yeah. You can't yeah. sit down. Right. Like, I'm yeah. not playing in the maze anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. just going to be there. You're just going to be lost. Yeah. Uh, so that's what resonated with me. But I feel like, you know, it's interesting because some people's mazes, metaphorically speaking, um, <laughs> are, are seasons. They almost seem like a season for some yeah. folks, you know? Like, yeah. even from a sense of some people are going through seasons where they just feel lost, you mm -hmm. know? 
Um, I feel like artists go through that, go through seasons like that where yeah. they just feel lost or, or in general, you know, marriage back to your example, Amber, mm-hmm. where there are seasons where you, you guys just sometimes just feel lost. You yeah. know, it's like you guys encounter issues or problems right. like in any marriage where it's, you don't necessarily have the answer to them right, you know, right away. And that's a good point about seasons. Cause like right now, the long distance part of our marriage is a season. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And there will eventually be a time where there's a season where we are in person and then that will be a whole nother maze. Right. To navigate. Yeah. 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 So that's but crazy. Is, is the analogy always to get out of the maze? Because, I mean, anybody watch Westworld? Am I the only one? I've, I've, no. I've watched a few episodes. episodes yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the idea of a maze is a very uh, crucial thing, especially to like the first two seasons. Um but the they're more so trying to get focusing on going into the maze and like their idea is if you don't uh, if you're not careful with your path going inward you'll get lost going outward like mm-hmm. the outside of the maze is actually where you lose yourself okay. so they're trying to find that center because in the center is is who you are is yeah. is is the identity that they're trying to find within it so I was oh. Just like, you know, there could be different uh, forms of, of just like uh, the analogy we're just... Yeah, we, we could take that another step further because I think a lot of part of this chapter is dealing with adversity. So if the maze is a metaphor for adversity and adversity builds character and lets you know deeper who you are, how you deal with difficult times and things of that nature, then yeah, I can see how calculated... Well, not all uh, adversity is calculated, but... Um, some stressors you put on yourself like working out you know that's mm-hmm. a that's a to to increase muscle growth or something like that it's calculated stress um to to increase growth so if you take that from a physical perspective to something intangible or spiritual dare i say um yeah uh, adversity hardships things like that the maze finding the center is you know where you can find what you're made of yeah yeah that's a really good point yeah yeah that's what's up yeah. Um, so speaking of mazes and running around uh, yeah. <laughs> in the dark. Yeah. So the one I picked was Pete Doctor. Um, and his was literally running in a dark tunnel without any lights, not knowing where the, where the end is. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just double tap on what you said, Amber, staying the course. It's essentially what this is about. Um, putting in the effort uh, to just keep going. Um, knowing that there is an end in the tunnel, you just don't know where it is. And that's the scary part. Yeah. Um, and I'll just go back to uh, to to working out. Uh, if you stay the course, if your food's right, if you're consistent in your workouts, you will make make it to your goal. Whether it is to lose weight, gain weight, you know, redo your body composition, whatever that is. Um, so, and then you can also couple that with the parable of the sower. You got you know you're planting seeds. So say you start the creative process, planting your seeds, start podcast, start making writing music or anything like that. Um, and then the end goal is, hey, I would like X amount of viewers or like X amount of listeners. That part in between is the scary part because you don't know how much effort it's going yeah. to take to get where you are, how much time it's going to take, um, whether your stamina is enough. Yeah. Um, and it's, he's essentially saying your stamina is enough. You just got to keep going. Got to keep going no um, matter what. And that, no matter what the unknowns are. Yeah, and that mental model of knowing that helps him to overcome adversity and helps yeah. him to keep going. So don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. And you're not quitting because you're with a team. With a team. That's true. And you create you create with a team. That's right? true. Yeah. yeah. I do I genuinely do believe creation takes more than one person. 
Yeah. I mean, I think that's biblical. I think that's also. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's life. It's I don't life, think we're supposed yeah. to live life in a bubble. In a vacuum. In a yeah. vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even even if for those of you out there that might believe that creativity, you know, there are solo art artists out there that live like hermits and they put out stuff. It takes collaboration for people to consume your product too. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean, so it's 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 never done in a vacuum at this point, you know. And and I believe that creation is cyclical in the sense that you take the feedback of the people that consume your product. You take, um, you you might build you you even might even build what you created off of what others have created before you. You know, that happens all the time in music, right? How many times have y'all heard a, a sample that's been reused in like, you know, five different songs, right? I mean, how many times has, uh, you know, Tupac or Mariah Carey has been sampled at this point, you know, in, in today's music? Um, James Brown, even for that matter. I mean, it's just it's just all over. I mean, that's what hip hop is like right now. You know, it's, a lot just, of sampling. it's just a lot of sampling. Kirk Franklin's notorious for that, you know, just sampling music. So uh, that is, that's awesome. I think... You know, the main gist, I think you guys have all had some really great of, uh, creative takes on what it means to navigate the unmade future. I think that's something that is not necessarily an easy thing to do, but at the same time, uh, it's not a dead end either. You know, and it's, it, even though, you know, you can look at it from a sense of fear or you can look at it from a sense of an opportunity to invent the future. Right. Um, and, and being able to do that, do that through your mental models. How do you life is, you know, perception is reality. You know, so how you view something, if it's, you know, you know, climbing a mountain or, you know, going, you know, skiing down a mountain or, you know, navigating through a maze. Right. Or feeling your way through the dark and not quitting, you know, whatever helps you envision that future. I think that's going to be key. Right. Because without, without a vision, people perish, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, ultimately, you know, I, I don't think it really matters what your model is, even if it's different than mine or different from each other's as long as it helps you get to the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Um, and really, uh, what's essential is that that each of us, each of you, build a framework that's building into what you're trying to create. Um, and so those models really help embolden you um, as you essentially, you know, figure, way, figure your way out through the dark um, of the future. Um, hey, y'all, this is... Amber, president of Let Love Rise Foundation Incorporated, and we have officially launched. Check out letloverise.org. If you are a community organization with volunteer needs, go and sign up on our platform to promote all of your volunteer needs. And if you are a volunteer looking for ways to connect to your local community, looking for ways to make a difference, Go on letloverise.org to sign up for these volunteer events. I'll see y'all at the next event. I'd like to end with this one last quote from Alan Kay, uh, Apple's chief scientist. The best way to predict the future is to invent it. I like I like ending on that note. Touche. So. Invent your future. <laughs> invent it. Invent it. It's I not like here. It. Well, that wraps up episode three of the Do Everything With Love podcast. Uh, if anything, remember to love God, to love people, and to do everything with, with love. love.